You got your coffee? I do. And you? I do. Ah, If by coffee you mean water. Yes, well, and that's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's, what is it, what is it, James calls it life juice or something? Uh, I mean, I know. He's wrong. He is, because as we established last time, life juice is actually coffee. If you want to continue living, yes. Yes, that's for all concerned, yes. Life juice for those around me. Yeah, that's exactly. This is why it's just generally called life juice. It preserves everyone's life. Yeah. And on that happy note, I'm Joyce. (laughs) Right now, I'm just drinking boring old tap goo. And and who are you? Oh, yeah, I'm Nikki. Yeah, boy, you really, truly do need some more life juice, don't you? Uh, You don't even know. I, I don't want to know. That's a pain I do not need. (laughs) (laughs) thanks for empathizing with me i really appreciate it it is close to christmas i have stuff to do i got baking to do i've got some things i've got to get picked up so can we just move it along wow speeding mcspeed face well you know okay well (laughs) this is our really merry christmas special yeah this is my happy merry christmas i got shit to do special (laughs) wow Cool, cool, no, cool, cool. No stress, right? No, no stress. stress. No stress. Okay. God. So what are we talking about this this time? <laughs> we, we, we made this plan <laughs> that we were going to do a Dickensian Christmas. Yes. Yes. Not so, like in real life. No, 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 no. Just the topic, yeah. generally. <laughs> and, well... <laughs> Did you misunderstand? No, I did. I did Did not. Did you go off on left field? I I did understand the brief and I did try to adhere to the brief. However, (laughs) you did not. Well, I. You pretty much. (laughs) Well, okay. So here's the thing. Basically, what I've done. Anytime you start a story with. (laughs) with, So here's here's the the thing. thing. Yeah, it's. it's, Yeah. What I've done is a Dickensian Christmas gone terribly wrong. Did you write your own story? I'm well, so confused. Kinda. <laughs> I need to hear more. Okay, was th- this is how that he was Dickens was probably the first real foodie. He was probably the first real food writer, and he wound up opening the gates to culinary hell. Um, and I say that Fun. because Maybe I was... a cute little blog with a story that spans 20 pages before you get to the recipe? Oh well, my God, that's what his books are. That's pretty much... I mean, when you think about Dickens, when you read Dickens, it centers around Oliver Twist starving. Um, and then the 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 most memorable things that he writes about are the descriptions of the food at the table. Um, the, uh, Mrs. Haversham's wedding cake. Uh, I mean, it's just, it, there's ridiculous amounts of food description. Okay. So, <clears throat> pardon me. So he, where I went with this is that some of the most memorable descriptions he ever did were, as I said, food from the nasty gruel that Scrooge was eating. This is where the Christmas kicked in. I knew there was a place where Christmas kicked in. I see. 
<laughs> from the nasty grill that Scroo- Scrooge was Scroll was eating. I'm telling Bjorn. you, not not that I'm in a rush or anything, right? <laughs> um, in the beginning of, of a Christmas Carol, too, the 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 spread that surrounded the Ghost of Christmas Present, where it had all the turkeys mm, and all of yeah. the, and and you could you could the li- Muppets really did that. They one, right? did that one fabulously well, and you could almost smell it. I mean, the, from the description, that's how good it was. Um, and I, I'm assuming that because he had such a shit life as a child, I mean, his father and the rest of the family all went to debtor prison uh, or the workhouse, I guess is what they called it, when he was 12. And he didn't go. He went to, or maybe he did move into the, the workhouse or debtor's prison with them, but he was able to go and work at a blackening factory to make money to try and help pay off his father's debt. So, um food security was not a thing for him i mean so obviously he i to my mind that's why he focused on it yeah okay look at you armchair psychologist. that's me man i'm therapizing <laughs> so, you're probably right though like yeah i mean I, I would think that that had a lot to do with it so from that people have just revered the christmas dinner since a christmas carol was published back december 19 1843 ta-da i remember my day he wrote and got that out in the space of like six weeks six weeks he wrote it as a yeah it was like a novella little short stories essays mm-hmm. i know it was amazing it's incredible so anywhere, anywhere, anyhow, anywhere. yeah, that too. Some, <laughs> somehow, somewhere, the gates of culinary hell got opened in people trying to accomplish this Christmas feast. And they began putting, people began putting their own twist on Christmas food. Their own Oliver twist? Uh, there are some Olivers involved. So, now, I... I, I <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I knew kids who used to call olives olivers. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> I, I'm not averse, as you know. I was picturing to, Grilla with her yeah, full of kids of named Oliver. Oliver. Yes. Well, that would have worked, too. To, I mean, I don't mind playing with the recipe. I don't mind experimenting with ingredients. But there are limits. I mean, they're really and truly. You seem really upset about there, this. There are limits. Are we pe- about to talk about the gelatin yes. catastrophes of the fifties to seventies? Yeah, that's pretty much where we're heading here. That is yes. some bullshit. Yes. Well, this is consider this your PSA. <laughs> here are some crimes against holiday food that should never. I repeat, never, ever, ever, ever be repeated. And we we can link up the well, photos to this. Wieners in jelly. Okay. Dishes. Number one on my list. Okay, good. Oh, the, this the, is a listicle. Oh, yeah, this I is a listicle. <laughs> the Christmas pudding that is made with sour cream, pasta, raisins, and cheese. The fuck? And baked. And then just to make it festive, it's topped off with cranberry sauce. Curtis, I'm sorry. This is courtesy of Betty Crocker's step-by-step recipes. What year was this? I do not know. I would assume this was somewhere in the fifties. I just, but it should never have happened. It doesn't ever need to happen. It Serious question: to... Were you ever made to eat food like this? No. <laughs> was no. your mother not trendy? No, my mother was not trendy. No, <laughs> no. Thank I'm going to ask Dad if he ever had to eat food like he, this. His mother, I'll dimes to a she dollar. She would have done this. this. Yes. Number two. This one's even more fabulous. Oh, great. <clears throat> it's the vegetable and tuna 
jello wreath. Oh no. Um and jello, yeah, yeah, it's and it's green jello too. I forgot to add that. Oh my god, like sweet jello? I I think it's like lime jello. I don't like know. Like J E L L. That's the one. Yes, gelatin. Yes. And at but Oh my god. If if you're serving this uptown, it's decorated with curly endive and radish roses. <laughs> oh my god. I'm... I know. Oh, but wait, there's more. There's also a cream <laughs> creamed diced ham oyster and mushroom fondue fondue i don't know why i don't i don't how I don't the know. hell do you dice mushroom and oysters and make them into a fondue it, well it's with ham also and it's in a cream cheesy i the, they showed it the picture of this in like a 70s fondue pot with pieces with everything of, orange with, and tan yes with pieces of bread around it so I'm assuming that that's what the, I don't know why it does. Again, never. Just don't. Just walk Ooh. away. <laughs> Do you remember that Christmas Eve that dad had terrorized me for years <laughs> previous to about squid being in everything? Yeah. And then one Christmas Eve, he just took it too far and I vomited all over our beautiful... Fancy as fuck Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. This mm-hmm. this is coming close. We'll just wait. I just I'm just I'm feeling a certain way right now. Well, just just wait. It's you're, you're going to get there. Is there anything that you will harm if you spew? Yes, my laptop sitting right in front of me. You may want to move the ma- oh, ma- 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 <laughs> laptop. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking about this makes my head, my stomach hurt, my mouth hurt. <clears throat> the, oh my god the, the, the tuna christmas tree oh and yes it is a conical is it in gelatin <laughs> it is a conical tuna salad a cone of tuna <laughs> a cone, cone of tuna salad oh my god with parsley no. dart dotted around it like a garland with tom- the cherry tomato halves uh-huh. placed all over it as like ornaments. ornaments oh it's so ugly now i mean have you I lo- got a picture of this? Oh, yeah, we can yeah, we can find it. I did not provide pictures with this right now because it, you would have lost your shit. It's not, no. I mean, I, I hope li- nobody's cooking right now. Please. I, mean, I like tuna salad. This. I really do. But this is not this is not how you have tuna salad. This is oh, just this is not I, a thing. Mm. This one's even better. This is another one for the nifty 50s and 60s. <clears throat> the deviled ham sandwich tree. But wait, just let me let me like just, take that in the deviled ham sandwich tree. tree. Mm-hmm. But but wait, this one came with instructions and a picture. And is you, it basically spam? Isn't that what deviled? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. You simply build a sandwich tree using four different sizes of bread rounds. Simply. Simply, uh, one layer or sandwich, if you will, has deviled ham, grated cheese, and chopped olives. What is deviled ham? I think it's just, it's um, whiz, um, chopped up ham that they've added. I think mayonnaise or mustard too, or something. I don't know it, but it, they used to come in little round packages. Is this like and, a recipe from like the the Midwest? I is do this not like Wisconsin. I, it could be. But wait, you need to you need to get to the next layer or sandwich. Oh, fun! It has deviled ham, sour cream, and sweet pickle relish. Layer three. But you know what, though, like those flavors together, they kind of make sense. I can kind of see 
Well, in a roundabout, a, abstract way, where but this you're came. stacking this up like a wedding cake, okay, like okay. a layer cake, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and you've got these layers sitting on top of one another. Uh, okay, level three: deviled ham, minced onion, and chopped green pepper. And layer four has deviled ham, chopped nuts, and chopped apple. I guess that's the dessert portion. <clears throat> sorry no you've yeah. lost me now yeah no, i mean i i like ham as much as the next guy and i can and like you said like you said though i can get and it's funny i wrote the exact same thing i can get behind the flavor combos but i swear to god when you see this thing there is very little on this earth that will scream a 60s christmas cocktail party like this thing does okay hold on i'm googling this right now yeah i mean honestly it's okay. just it is one of the more hideous things i've ever seen in my life Devil. okay so number six on the hip parade is <clears throat> the christmas candle salad okay okay <laughs> this is cranberry jello <gasps> I just sold the devil to him Christmas. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Is that not just... Yeah. Move. I'm sorry for everyone's ears just then. <laughs> just move the laptop. Holy fuck balls. No. <laughs> move, move the laptop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Why does one look like a sailboat? I oh, my God. I don't, honey. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. I guess they were just trying to, to... There's a bread-shaped star on the top. Yes. There's... Yes. You Just put the picture up when we're done with this. People will have to just see this for themselves. Oh, my God. Th this is a what not to do. <laughs> All of this is a don't yeah. do this. Yes. Okay, so this next one is... the, the It's cranberry jello, and it's cut with a star-shaped cookie cutter. Cute. And then there's like a hole cut out in the middle uh -huh. of the star. Do not put meat in that hole. <laughs> oh, God. I just heard <laughs> It's close. It's close. Do it's... not put meat in that hole. <laughs> We're going to have a banana. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're going to have a banana, banana and put it in the hole. <laughs> I actually, it puts the banana in the no. hole. <laughs> Bananas halved and placed into said hole. So far, if, if, if you if you overt like, sexual yeah, undertone. If here. you like banana and Jello, you know okay. nobody likes this. Okay, but you know, fine. Who's, who's eating this? I mean, this is kitsch, but okay, fine. If you like bananas and Jello, I mean, because people make Jello and slice up banana. On do it. they? Yeah, I they. Don't eat well, that they. Shit. I don't. Know. I know, but they used to, and I guess they still do. Till you realize, once you, now you've got a visual of what this looks like, right? Sure. Okay. Now, every it, it's kitsch, but okay, the the flavors, yeah. Till you realize that the edible candle wax that they show in the the picture that you're supposed to oh have. Oh God, I forgot it was a candle. Yeah, that mm -hmm, dripping is actually mayonnaise. Oh, what the fuck? They want you to drip mayonnaise over the top of the banana or the tip of the that banana. Makes sense. Undertone so much worse. And I actually wrote it's you, you do not have to be Fellini to see how this is a very, very bad idea. <laughs> I know. This is another picture that's gotta go up on the this is that yeah. I 
Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> Again, don't do it. Um, oh my god. Then we have the molded pate. Oh, this is going to make me feel ill. I can <laughs> tell right now. Oh. It's molded pate cheese balls. I'm sorry. I didn't get molded the cheese balls in there. Do you um, put them on either side of your banana handle? <laughs> I don't know. There's no explanation. Are they wrinkly? It's cheese balls and liver and beef gelatin. Oh, oh no. It's just the give an- me a second here. I <laughs> this is I actually. I cannot handle this. The anti Christmas party. Why did you party. do this to me? <laughs> I just. I just do struck, you hate me? These things just struck me as so off the wall and Am funny. Am I getting this is anti Christmas? Is this my Christmas this, present? This right is now? your Christmas call. I have not yeah. been bad. <laughs> oh my god! Then we have the prawn Christmas tree. Oh no! Again, I I, I mean, is love... it in gelatin? Is it also in gelatin? No, love the prawns. Really do love the prawns. I again, I, I do not. But buying a big green florist form, covering it in parsley, then skewering prawns with olives up and down like garland garland is just that is so tacky. Little much for me. And can we one year for Christmas just make like a '60s '70s inspired (laughs) gelatin-free vegetarian? christmas table you can't there's the it won't happen this is all 60s and 70s no (laughs) it's like do it without the gelatin yeah so here's the 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 topper oh fun duck mousse en jelly (laughs) no it's whipped up duck pate suspended in gelatin suspended (laughs) just put out some nice pate and some nice bread and forego the the the, the gelatin and the, this is the stuff of my nightmares <laughs> mine too trust me after i did this i had i i god it was awful oh so when you're getting your your, your christmas nibbles together people and and if you're tempted to go over the top with a theme or think it tuna suspended in green jello that's been poured into a butt cake shape is a good idea don't it's not none of this is a good none of this was ever a good idea <laughs> no. did people really do this yeah apparently they really did i just no this yeah this is this is no wonder your generation's so messed up <laughs> We had to eat the deviled ham sandwich. Old people these days. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought that I would, you know, go just slightly adjacent and uh, yeah, just explain what. If you we, ever we... make fun of me for making a cheesecake out of ground up cashews. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I would be OK with that. This is this is the this is no this, but this is the doorway that that <laughs> that Dickens opened and what walked through it. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> this is not this is not the Christmas that Dickens intended. I'm oh. telling you now, it's not that gruel would look. I good. did not hear a single mention of goose. <laughs> well, I I avoided the goose. There was actually there was actually I feel like the duck is close. Well, there was actually a what did they call it a goose pie. And oh. it was like you know how they the the, the turducken. Uh huh. It was kind of like that. It was a goose. Have that, you seen the one with octopus in it? And it's like coming out the 
oh, turkeys. Well, yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Anal cavity with mm. like its tentacles. No, it's I haven't. like Thulu. It's have disgusting. Not it makes me one. feel ill every time I see it. But yeah, apparently there was a goose pie that was like the turducken. It had all these other birds stuffed inside of it. And this was from quite, I mean, like the 1800s, maybe Victorian. Oh my God. Uh, they would. Yeah. Why were they so messed up? I don't know, honey. I, they didn't have refrigeration, oh. so they just had to eat whatever they had stored up. <laughs> I feel actually ill. I just, I just had to, though. I mean, it was like, okay. Am I, I green? I feel like I look green. You, you've got a little little tiny tinge of green going on. I can listen to like a brutal murder podcast. I can listen to like mm-hmm. but, some fucked up shit. But destroying And food. I do not. It's not going to put me off my food uh-huh. unless it involves certain things. Like but, a dog. But this. Um, but this, I just, oh, no. <laughs> I just, I'll wait till you put, you've got to put these pictures up so I'm that people. I'm going to let you do that. So that people I'm not a, doing, no. They have a, a, an actual appreciation of the glory that Joyce was. Joyce will be taking over social media from here on out. <laughs> no, I will not. But, but no, I mean, and most of these came off of a. Not like, that I do anything. <clears throat> right. I was, what was I looking for? I was looking for, um. The Kenzian Christmas food. And I ran upon this, uh, is it uh, BuzzFeed? Is that what? Oh, probably. Yeah. List of things that should never have, have happened. They really should not have happened. And, and I saw these and I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. People actually did oh. this? And, well, thanks and this, for nothing, mother. And these came with with. Beautiful, glorious photos. Excellent. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I know. Are you excited? For you to send those. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Oh, so the deviled ham did you and did it? <laughs> All of it did. I think it, the tuna. I <laughs> The tuna and the green jello. I just, actually, I, know. I truly feel really unwell right now. <laughs> up honey because i i've I've ruined everyone's christmas nibbles plans because i know there was someone who was going to make that (laughs) that tree a tree no (laughs) make it stop oh oh Um, thank alanis more said i haven't had breakfast (laughs) yes So that was, I don't know if we're calling that fun. That was a thing that happened. That was yeah, about that, that. Yeah, that happened. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm going to talk about the real life Ebenezer screws. Screws. <laughs> screws. <laughs> screws. Screws. Scrooge. classic story of the christmas carol as told by the muppets of course yes that's michael caine the... gives us an oscar-worthy performance yes 
as the miserly Ebenezer Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Scrooge. <laughs> acting opposite Gonzo and Kermit the Frog, but mm-hmm. treating them as though he was acting opposite the Royal Shakespeare Company. It's an absolute classic. It's and a requirement. <laughs> my family to watch this approximately 5,000 times just this month. Mm-hmm. My son is done with the Muppets right now. Oh, well, he's going to be but in But he's in pain. for a... <laughs> For a rude awakening when I put it on again tonight. I was going to say. And sing the songs. Yes. It's, <gasps> maybe that's what I do when I'm dressed as a goat. Oh. So we've just recorded our last episode, like just 10 minutes before <laughs> this fiasco started. <laughs> and so I'm still on the goat. You're still thinking about the bandwagon. Goats. Yes. Um, oh. We were only interrupted long enough to think of carols to sing. <laughs> So I blame this movie almost completely on my misplaced London Christmas nostalgia feeling. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I have this weird nostalgic feeling about like a UK Christmas Mm -hmm. that I've never experienced. But you you long for it. But I have like nostalgia about it. Like I'm like, oh, the good old days. Yeah, but that's... Because, I mean, let's face it, we watched Scrooge bef- prior to them making the, the, the good one with the Muppets. Yeah, apparently as a kid I used to run around going, Ebenezer yeah. Scrooge, like pretending to be the ghost because I was a yeah. spooky bitch even back then. Yeah, no, I mean, we so... watched that, that was what we watched at Christmas and we watched it every time it was on the television when they came out with VHS tapes of it, we watched it on that. I mean, yeah, but that was what we watched. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But the, now it's the Muppets. Yeah, now it's the Muppets. Um, but I did not know, mm. and I don't know if you knew, that the character of Scrooge was based on a real person. Potentially a couple real people, but I'm focusing on one. Yeah, I mean, I had heard that, it, that Dickens had made... A, he was a compilation of, of people, but... Yeah. So a lot of people that Dickens wrote about were based on real mm-hmm. people. Um, and this guy, his attempts to save money are... Legend? <laughs> they're not great. <laughs> okay. I mean, or maybe they are. This is penny-pinching tips. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm talking about him today. Okay. He's not particularly on brand for us. He didn't commit anything horrible crimes he didn't make me angry in any way by claiming to discover something he didn't did did he make bad food he did not make or actually yeah no there's a food thing okay there's a a lot of food things um so charles dickens claimed in his later years that the character of ebenezer scrooge Mm -hmm. i said it right was based on john yule's Yulwes? Elwes? I'm saying Ules. <laughs> it's E L W E S. E L W E S. Yeah. How would you say that? El- Ellis? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, I'm just going to call him John. Yeah, there you go. Um, who was an 18th century British MP who was renowned for his <laughs> penny pinching okay. ways. I mean, renowned okay john was born john maggot <coughs> go on i know nope. i've included this for this reason john maggot 
Maggot. Maggot. May as well have been Maggot. Okay. In 1714. His family was pretty well respected. His dad was a brewer, but like a fancy brewer, I guess. I don't Mm. know. Um, His grandfather was an MP. There were MPs on his mother's side as well. His mother's great-grandfather had been an MP. So for people who don't live in like a parliamentary system, an MP stands for Member of Parliament. They're basically like your elected representatives. Um, so he like he grew up in mm. a pretty okay, well-respected, well-to-do family. Yeah, so he was a child of privilege. Very much so. Mm-hmm. He was well-educated, known to be a great horse rider. He was running in the same circles as Voltaire, who he met whilst he was living it up in Geneva oh. as like a horse instructor, well, not instructor, horse riding champion type of thing. Oh, dear. Um, however, he apparently liked the horses better than he liked Voltaire. <laughs> well. Uh, when his father, though, passed away in 1718, so when John was only four years old, mm-hmm. he had left the family 100,000 pounds. Wow. In 1718. That's that equates a lot. to something around twenty four and a half million today. Yeah. Uh, however, his mother was too cheap to spend it, <laughs> and basically she wouldn't pay for her own upkeep, like day to day essentials, and she starved to death. No. Despite being mega rich, she just wouldn't buy food. I'm sure, like, let's take away any mental health issues that were definitely happening there. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Then in 1751, John changed his name. Okay. I'm not saying it's because his surname sounded like maggot, but I'm also not not saying that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Wikipedia, though, tells me that it was in order to gain inheritance from his uncle, who was Sir Harvey (laughs) who was an MP for Sudbury. Okay. And also notoriously cheap. (laughs) The cheap runs deep. (laughs) Harvey, the cheap runs deep. (laughs) Harvey apparently prided himself on spending... No more than a hundred and ten pounds on his living expenses each year. <laughs> if you think that's bad, when John died, mm-hmm. he had been living on fifty pounds a year. Okie dokie. Um, I'm going to tell you how soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but when Harvey died, he left John his entire fortune, which was two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. In 1751. Wow. That comes out to something around 58 million today. So Don't John tell me. Don't tell me he wouldn't spend it either. Why else would I be talking about him? Of course. However, it seemed that John inherited not only a shit ton of money, but a buttload of stingy. Oh, great. The cheap runs deep. The cheap runs deep. <laughs> Here are some of the things he did to save money. Oh, goody. <laughs> It's nothing like a laundry list. He went to bed as soon as it got dark to save money on (laughs) candles. As Dickens said, darkness was cheap and Scrooge liked it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, He spent 
18p in 12 years on his travel expenses. <laughs> to and from Westminster, from wherever he was, Suffolk, I think. I'm what? Like making Suffolk up, but I feel like that's where he was. Oh my. He ate literal rotten meat because he refused to buy more until he had finished what he had. <laughs> oh, good lord. Uh, not to mention this guy he apparently fought a river rat for a bird that it had pulled out of the river (laughs) a river rat was like uh, this is like stuff of legend who knows if it's actually true Uh but supposedly river rat had like found a drowned dead bird a dead bird and brought it up on the bank and he fought the river rat for the dead drowned bird he was like that's free food Oh my god, Becky. His clothing was left to go completely ragged and tattered to such a state that passers-by mistook him for a beggar quite frequently, despite him being, like, super rich. And Uh they'd, like, give him pennies. Which he promptly took home and saved. Probably. (laughs) Counted them first. Counted them and then took them to his safety deposit box. He once found a ratty discarded wig in a bush. And wore it for years instead of buying his own one. Oh, dear. He refused to hire a coach to take him anywhere, and if it was raining, he would walk instead. Then he would sit in his wet clothes instead of building a fire because he didn't want to waste the fuel. (laughs) He refused to spend money on the upkeep of his home. And though the rooms had expensive furniture... That was no doubt inherited. He wouldn't have bought it. Mm. The house itself was in such a state of disrepair that the roof leaked so badly that a a family member that was visiting had to move room like three or four times. Oh, God. Um, And eventually that decayed the house into everything in it. Including him. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently this family member said to him, the roof's leaking. I had to move. And he said something along the lines of, yes, that's a nice corner to sit in in the rain. Oh my god. Like, he just loved being miserable from this. I was gonna say, he was just very content in his misery, wasn't he? Mm. Right. One of his biggest complaints was about birds stealing his hay, because then he had to pay to replace it. (laughs) Oh my god. He refused to go to the doctor because of the expense. One time he um, injured himself and managed to cut both of his legs Mm -hmm. and went to the apothecary and didn't want to pay. To have both legs fixed. Mm-hmm. So he got the apothecary to fix, like to treat one leg. Mm-hmm. And he made a wager. He was quite a betting man. Mm-hmm. Wagered this apothecary that his other leg would heal first. And if the untreated leg was to heal first, the apothecary, the apothecary would had have to, to give refund him. Back. him. Oh, and my he did. God. The other leg healed first. Oh, what a shit. (laughs) No. So he got his money back. Oh, of course he did. He refused to light fires on cold days and said that eating was exercise enough to keep him warm. (laughs) Oh, God. He would wear the same suit for weeks on end and even sleep in it. Nice. Um, He would sleep in his full outfit. He was just such an eccentric. And no, fact, no, that's not eccentric, when honey. When he eventually <laughs> died, that's how he was found. In his full suit, shoes, like hat and cane in his bed. Yeah, no. That's, um, no. 
As an MP, he was known to vote not just with his party, he was a Whig, but whichever side had the most frugal policies. <laughs> Other MPs apparently said that they would accuse him of being a turncoat, but they knew for a fact that he only owned one coat. <laughs> and the only thing that turned his coat was money. I mean, really? Yeah. God. However, despite all of this, mm -hmm. he was known for his generosity as well. He was quick to lend money and never asked for repayments. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Okay. So this is where he is a bit anti-Scrooge. Yeah, this is not Scrooge. Uh, and he invested quite a lot in building up Georgian London. In particular, Piccadilly, Baker Street, Oxford Circus, and Portman Square. Wow. A lot of the architecture and buildings around there are due to him. Yeah. Really? He invested like a shit ton in London's West End. Well, I mean, and it's a, I mean, I love that part of the city, so. Yeah. Same. Hard same. Wow. Uh, however, <laughs> despite all, oh no, I've already done that. <laughs> Just kidding. So after retiring from Parliament, he devoted himself to being tight. Oh, well. That's He's, what you would He do. was in Parliament for like 12 years, and he decided not to run again because he didn't want to pay the expense of running. <laughs> When he would travel between his home and Parliament, he would take an old horse, mm -hmm. like a on its last legs right. horse, not a carriage. Yeah, he would go the longest way he could to avoid toll roads, <laughs> and along the way, he'd like sit under a bench. He would take a deviled egg with him, oh, dear and God. sit under like a tree or something, and eat his deviled egg and have a little nap, and then get back on the horse and go. But he didn't want to pay the running expenses of continuing in Parliament. So he just, he retired after 12 years, completely devoted himself to being a tight ass. To saving as much money as he could because, well, you know. Yeah. Because you we... can take it with you when you go. You Apparently, know? who knew? Oh my He God. let his home fall into such a state of disrepair that it was unlivable. Mm -hmm. And he became, this is quotes, um, of no fixed abode. So he's homeless. Essentially, but he owns a lot of properties. But he didn't so have So what he did was he shifted between his many properties when they were unrented. So in between tenancies, he would go... So he would take, squat in his own... <laughs> yeah. He would have a bed, a couple chairs, and like a housemaid. A housekeeper. He called her an old lady. <laughs> In fact, it was at one of these properties on Great Marlborough Street that he nearly died when he fell ill and couldn't get out of the stables. His housekeeper had also been ill. Mm -hmm. So they were both like had a fever and mm -hmm. who knows. Um, he was in the stables stuck for days until his nephew, Colonel Timms. <laughs> it's in tiny. <laughs> together it's just such a great name colonel timms <laughs> found him by chance after a neighbor said to him that a beggar had been seen around the stables oh my god john said that um he had had the the old lady with him and mm -hmm. couldn't work out why she hadn't come to find him Eventually, she was found. He thought that she must have, because um, she had been sick as well, he mm. thought that she must have gotten better and left. Uh -huh. She was dead? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was found in the house. She'd been dead for days. Oh, dear. Um, as he got older, John became paranoid about dying in poverty. I don't know how. 
and was often heard he would he became quite sick with fevers as he got older i can't mm. imagine why gee you think malnutrition perhaps and eating no rotten fires. meat rotten meat drown birds i you know it's I, I, funny i can't for the life of me figure out why <sighs> so he would get into these fevers and he would like hallucinate <laughs> and he would be heard calling out you'll never take my money i'll keep my money <laughs> jeez yeah oh my god uh he lived until 1789 and upon his death left an absolute fortune to his two sons who were i hate the word illegitimate but that's the way that they're described right two illegitimate sons okay um the fortune is something around a billion today wow in today's money yeah yeah but still yeah <laughs> so so there was a scrooge there was a scrooge did he the look like other... bojo just tell me did oh he look God. like bojo let me just pull up this picture of him because I know that they say that Technic is a new thing, but... Oh my god, Becky. I'm just... I have to think that this was from money counting. Yeah. He's got like... Yeah. Like, um... Uh, <laughs> accountant neck. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you describe it, but yeah, that... Like, his body's in one place and his face is two feet forward of yeah. it, you know? He's, he's, um... It's probably for my strain because he wouldn't use candles. Probably, actually. <laughs> and in most of his pictures, he's pictured holding a bag of money. Don't you think? <laughs> like, gripping it. You'll not take it from me. You'll pull it from my cold, dead hands. Yeah. so that's that's john so that's the real story of ebenezer scrooge yeah so the poor hating part is based on this other guy who i i didn't look into and i Mm -hmm. can't remember his name who apparently had been quite outspoken about his views on poor people in workhouses Mm -hmm. and disliking them so i i think the theory is that Scrooge was like a an amalgamation of those of two, both of those two, mm-hmm. like the the worst well, parts and I th- of both and of them, and then potentially the generosity of John as he, as he you aged. know, when Scrooge yeah. changed, right? Well, that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, and and as I said, I mean, Dickens had a serious issue with the workhouses because I mean, of his they history. Were pretty awful. Well, they were disgusting. It was a disgusting thing to yes. do. But he, uh, but I think that so influenced everything that he ever wrote and never yeah. did i mean it's just I it mean, would I, everything that you read of his you can once you know a few things about him you can see how he <clears throat> how he developed these stories and and how he drew from his experiences and yeah his his good food experiences i'm okay with so just you know just, how that translated to the 1950s just, is just, not okay. Just, just close the damn door. <laughs> no. Close it. Close the gate to hell, please. Okay. Oh, my God. So that's well, us. That's us. Okay. You can um, email us on... Do you remember it? Uh, you didn't bring your notebook. No, I so didn't you don't... bring my notebook. Yeah, that happened pod at gmail.com. That's the one. You can find us on... Spotify, I know. Well, okay, you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. And well, please true. do do the rating thing on Spotify and iTunes 
or Apple Podcast, whatever Which, it whichever is Whichever one it is this week. <laughs> um, yeah, like, please do it. Um, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't really use any of the mm. three very often, but sometimes we'll put stuff up. But Never yeah. on Twitter. I just use it to, like, laugh at the world. Um, yeah. And yeah, on the Facebook podcast group thing. Yes, join yes. our group. Yes. And we are going to, because today it's Christmas week now, yes. so we're going to have a little break. Not that, you know, we've had enough of those this year. <laughs> True. Um, but we will be back on, what did we say? Around the 11th or 12th, 12th of, January. I think of January. So we'll be back second yeah. week of Jan. We'll try to be quite regular in our posting, but through January, February as... Um, it's like holidays here and people go away. So we might, it might be a bit sporadic, but we're planning in the new year to be. We're going to try. And we're going to try. Yes. But we inevitably. Like fiber in your diet. <laughs> if we get gold we'll make bloomed. Make shit on a regular basis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Alrighty then. So that's us. Thank you for listening. To all the, the worthless, worthless shit, shit we, we know. know. <laughs> Bye. And Merry Christmas. Yeah, that too. Or whatever holiday you celebrate. Yes. Low Saturnalia. <laughs> exactly. Low Saturnalia. Bye.